Welcome to the podcast, Old Dogs, New Tricks. It's a podcast about lifelong learning, personal growth, and the pursuit of wonder and the feeling of wow. Hey guys, it's Eddie. I thought today I would try something a little bit different. I want to give you guys a little bit of an invitation into my mindscape here. Uh, I want to give you guys a little guided meditation. Okay, I listen to a lot of guided meditations online and I just thought I would try and be a little bit of a giver instead of a taker in that. And I mean, I want to do that with as much humility and humor as possible. I'm not in any way like a Buddhist monk or a mindfulness expert, but um, I am just going to offer what I have to give for you guys here. And what I'm going to do is a, an easier version, I want to say that, an easier version than some meditation. Sometimes I feel that maybe I'm just not as far along on the meditations as some of the people that are guiding me. And so this is a little bit more of an ABC uh, meditation, a little bit easier, uh, a little bit more relaxed. I'm not going to ask you guys to sit in a lotus position or anything like that. What I'm going to do, this is a hammock meditation. So I am going to share with you my little meditation when I lie in a hammock. Okay, so if you do have a hammock, then that would be the appropriate uh, way to do it. But if you have a couch or anywhere you're comfortable, I just want you guys to find a place where you can enjoy me in this imaginary trip. So I want you to lie back in your hammock. You know, there's that moment there where everything is a little bit topsy-turvy and but then, you know, your butt gets situated and you kick your feet up and you lean your head back. And now your feet are dangling slightly out of the hammock. And uh, I want you to fold your hands or your arms and put them behind your head. This is uh, the correct posture for hammock meditation. And I just want you to sit there and relax and close your eyes. And now what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to start with body awareness. We're going to explore our senses a little bit. We're going to focus on the breath. We're going to kind of zero in into our internal space um, and find ourselves in that universe. And then near the end or in the second half, we're going to try and transition into a meta meditation, which is a form of loving kindness where you're focusing your consciousness and your attention outwards to someone else and projecting them love and goodwill. Okay, so that's, that's the class outline, kids. Okay, so I want you to feel and feel the swaying in the hammock or the existence of your couch. And now what I want you to do is I want you to try and imagine or try and visualize, try and feel, not your big toe, but the toe right next to your big toe. 
Just choose one of them. And I want you to see with your eyes closed if you can find it. And see what it feels like. It kind of feels like when they try to push two magnets together. When you find your toe there, I want you to see if you can find your other toe. And I just want you to sit there in that hammock and I just want you to try and feel your toes. switch our awareness. They say that attention is like a flashlight. So we're just going to shine our flashlight around this giant dark room called the universe. Now I want you to find your breath. I want you to find your breath by feeling your tummy going in and out. I want those big, deep belly breaths, okay? And just focus your awareness on your tummy rising and falling. And you can kind of check, track your breath with this. If you have a little bit of a hard time, you can also try counting it. one and then two or in and then out. Now I want you to see if you can transfer your attention and your awareness to your interlaced hands that are behind your head. That fuzzy vibrational energy of existence somewhere inside your humunculus are the places in between your fingers that are behind your head. I want you to go from your interlaced fingers to the breath at the end of your nose. That old trope, the old Buddhist trope. You want to feel the breath at the end of your nose. Now here we are in our awareness behind our face. And we're just kind of focusing on that sensation of the breath going in your nose. It's like we're rock climbing through our minds together. And now we're going to reach to a different spot. What I want you to do is change your focus to your visual field behind your eyes. And now you're focusing on another sense. You're focusing on vision without vision. You might see 
like the color orange as the sun is shining on your face. You might see um, little squiggly floaty lines. I don't know what they are. I might Google that after this. But you're just projecting your consciousness and your attention into your visual field, your closed-eyed visual field. trace that path again. I want you to start with your toes. Now come to your rising belly. fingers and now to the tip of your nose and now to your closed-eyed visual field meditating on primary sensual functions, like the way that we are perceiving reality. But we're going to take a step now, okay, we're going to take another step. We are in our visual field, we are seeing through our eyes, looking through our eyelids as the sun is shining down on our face. And now what we're going to do is we're going to project our awareness to oceanic boundlessness. And this is an act of imagination along with meditation. And now, even though the wind is blowing on our toes and the sun is shining on our face and the hammock is swaying, we are going to position ourselves in our minds, floating in the ocean. Go ahead and give yourself a pool noodle to feel comfortable. And you're floating on your back in the ocean, and the waves are moving you back and forth, and you're just floating in the ocean. A deep blue, perfect, beautiful ocean. And now I want you to project your awareness to the expansiveness of the universe or of the sea, okay? We do not end at the point at where we perceive. We are imagining as best we can and we are saluting and we are honoring the vast, infinite, boundless ocean that we are connected to that we are floating in. 
So now this is hard to do. You can always find those footholds of your of your feet or your toes or your belly or your hands or your nose and then come back to the closed eye visuals and then find yourself floating in the ocean. Now we are going to take another leap. Now we are going to search through that ocean with our mind and with our love and with our soul for another conscious being. And I want you to find in your mind's eye a dolphin or a pot of dolphins yogi's choice I want you to find them in your mind floating in that boundless ocean of your mind and I want you to project onto them love and empathy and goodwill it helps sometimes to have some understanding to create more empathy and goodwill so I want you to think about how dolphins are very different from us, but they are also very similar. They are floating weightless and propelling themselves through the ocean, like the boundless, beautiful ocean. But they're mammals, so they have to breathe like you and me. So they have to come up and breathe and then dive back down. If you followed, if you follow backwards the arrow of time, there was a time when dolphins walked on land just like we did. They're mammals, and they perceive the world a lot like us. They have really beautiful eyes, but when you get underwater, you can't see as far because light travels different underwater. One of the things about us mammals is that we can see really, really far. We can see the moon, it's like 300,000 miles away. But underwater, you can't see that far. But dolphins being mammals like you and I, they were used to perceiving the universe in that spatial way that's very similar to ours. And so they switched from light waves to sound waves and we all know that that echolocation that sonar it's mimicking sight but it has the same distant parameters as a mammal on land dolphins and whales can see 10 miles 50 miles 100 miles possibly in some cases a thousand miles by using sound. I want you to imagine that there is a loving creature who has a cerebral cortex developed in the area where we express empathy is developed more so than ours. So we know that they are loving and feeling creatures just like we are. 
They have an, an amazing empathetic connection to their fellow dolphins. But when they perceive the universe, they're seeing it partially through sound waves bouncing off of objects in their existence as opposed to light waves. This is not so much of a random fact, but is a way to sit in a hammock and comprehend and try and understand the nature of reality of a being that sees the universe in some ways vastly different than us, but in some ways very much the same. So as we are practicing a meta towards dolphins, we are looking for that common denominator, that common denominator of perception. And we are projecting onto the dolphins swimming in the ocean, love and goodwill. And we are wishing them love and goodwill. We are wishing them the perfect herring, a jump in the air, the love of a mother. We are wishing them well. I want you to imagine yourself projecting that goodwill and follow that dolphin as that dolphin takes a breath. And as the dolphin is swimming frictionlessly, magically, beautifully through the blue ocean, I want you to prepare to ascend. And the end of our journey, the end of our meta, the end of you sharing a kind of quirky mindscape with me is when we imagine the dolphin surfacing. We can do that on our own time. But when that dolphin surfaces and breaks the ocean and breathes oxygen like you and me, you can open your eyes and go about your crazy little human day.